You're listening to an exclusive podcast of the Chris Robinson Travel Show. Heard Saturday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. From exotic locales a continent away to weekend stays down the highway, pack a suitcase and your vacation imagination. It's time for the Chris Robinson Travel Show on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Hi, I'm Chris Robinson and welcome to this week's Travel Show. This is the time of year when many Canadians plan their trips to Europe. So we thought we would feature a European destination on the show this week. But which one? Well, we couldn't make up our minds, so we decided to put together a Euro Sampler show, featuring a different European country in each of the four show segments. We are going to be doing a grand tour and dropping in on Austria, Switzerland, Italy and France. So hold on to your hats. And we'll start the show with Austria, country of the mountains, lakes and the Danube River. But first, come with me to Austria on a travel show magic moment. We have climbed up high above the River Danube, west of Vienna to Melk Abbey, to one of the most famous monasteries in the world. Situated high up on a cliff, overlooking the calm waters of the Danube and the vineyards of the Wachau Valley, this Benedictine Abbey was originally founded in 1089. For nearly a thousand years, the monks have presided over this place of tranquility and learning, creating one of the greatest examples of Baroque architecture which is recognised as a UNESCO World Heritage Site. We enter a grand portico into an even grander courtyard, and the marvels keep on coming. The magnificent library is one of the greatest ecclesiastical treasures in the world. The frescoes, the paintings, but nothing prepares us for the sumptuousness of the Abbey Church in all of its Baroque, ornate splendour. As we stand in awe amidst the soaring columns and intricate works of art and devotion, it's one of those moments when time simply stands still. Which will come as no surprise to my first guest on today's show, Michael Giegel, who is Director North America at the Austria National Tourist Office. Welcome to the Travel Show, Michael. Well, hello, Chris, and a uh, pleasure to talk to you. Well, it's great to have you on the, on the show, and of course, moments like that abound in Austria. But let's, first of all, set the scene. Where exactly in Europe are we? Well, uh, we are literally in the very heart of Europe. And uh, I know you have this conundrum to solve about, uh, you know, which place in Europe to go. Um, and, uh, of course, I'm a, a bit biased, but I would say if you can only visit one country, uh, it's got to be Austria. Uh, for the very simple fact that Austria is not only geographically at the very heart of Europe, but I don't think there's any other European country that actually combines so many different European uh, influences and cultures as, as does Austria. Uh, remember that Austria was once the center of a huge empire. Uh, today it's a very small country, only about 8 million people living in Austria, uh, and, and a rather small geographic size, but with a lot of variety. But once we were literally the center uh, of Europe in, the term, in terms of also political power, an empire that really stretched not only across vast parts of the continent, but even, even to the North American continent. If you recall, maybe that uh, at some point in time in history, even uh, Mexico was part of the Habsburg Empire. Oh, yes. And the Habsburg family, which ruled Austria for no less than 640 years, of course, was a very, um, uh, very influential family. So while some people may think of Austrians sort of as like the little brothers of Germany, uh, I would argue that we are as much uh, Germanic as we are Italian, as we are Hungarian, as we are Bohemian, as we are Czech, <laughs> as we are Swiss, 
And, and so all these different influences uh, from uh, across Europe, from our neighbors, uh, you know, they blend sort of together in this very unique, typically Austrian way of life. And uh, the scene that you said early on with the Danube River and milk is just one perfect example, uh, I think, of that. And it's, it's a good example because not only do you have this wonderful sweep of grand history uh, centered in, in Austria, but of course it comes with this package of unbelievable scenery. Absolutely, and 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 you and you said it absolutely perfectly when you when you when you chose Melk Abbey because it it combines a few things. First of all, you 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 very clearly stated the history, 900 plus years of of this Benedictine Abbey, uh, that the art treasures that you find here with the library and 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 the, the Baroque architecture, which is just stunning. Uh, but also the setting uh, and the Vachal Valley with the Danube River is just is a is a perfect example because you have actually at the at the historically oldest part of Austria here uh, you have this majestic uh, European river uh, the steep hills that uh, that go up on both sides of the river and by the way this is one of Europe's most exciting wine travel destinations some of the best white wines on the continent are actually grown right on the on the, on the hills uh, right next to the uh, to, to the uh, Danube River. And, uh, and you are literally very easy to get to because you are halfway between Salzburg and Vienna. Uh, you are in the Wachau Valley. And uh, I know many, I'm, I'm certain that many of your travelers uh, have and, uh, and will travel this region on the river cruise. Um, but if you want to get off the boat a little bit, uh, spend some more time in that region, it's also a fantastic bicycle trail along the Danube River. Uh, I think that is an exciting way of, of, of traveling that, uh, that region. Um, if, if for nothing else, there was a very smart, I don't know who it was, but there were some very smart people that figured out if you build a bike trail along a river, and as long as you go in the, in, in the, in the right direction, it's always downhill. <laughs> now, that's my kind of bike trail. <laughs> and, of course, if you were to go downhill on that bike trail, you would end up in uh, Vienna. You'd end up in Vienna, absolutely. And Vienna has so many gems, it's difficult to know where to start. Vienna is an exciting uh, city uh, in, in its own right, and I don't know if you're familiar with some of these world rankings where they, you know, where they try to figure out where the best places in the world yes. are to live. <laughs> Um, and, and Vienna always comes out very much on top there or, bit, or within the top two or three. Uh, the quality of life in Vienna is so spectacular right now and, uh, and the experience for anybody visiting. Uh, Vienna is, is, a, is a city not only of imperial grandeur, of, of amazing musical heritage and classical music, uh, but also very much a city that is very modern, innovative, um, and, uh, and, and, and also a very green city, something that mm. people don't, don't always uh, realize right away. But when they get to Vienna and you, and you see the parklands and the, and, and the, just, uh, you know, the, the way of life there, it's just an amazing place to fall in love with immediately. And I know why it uh, tops the list of best places to live. And that's, that's really down to the chocolate cake more than anything else, I think. <laughs> Uh, I think let's go back to the to the cycling because I think I, I'm all for the chocolate cake, but you you probably want to walk it off or, or bike it off afterwards. You have to earn it, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> and of course, Salzburg, Innsbruck, two more marvelous cities. Yeah, I mean, in, uh, Salzburg and Innsbruck. Salzburg, of course, uh, most known as, as, as the birthplace of Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart, uh, known for, to, to millions around the globe, of course, as the, as the setting of the sound of music. Um, and it is a spectacular city. What is not so known by most people is that Salzburg actually is a fairly young part of Austria. Um, because during Mozart's time, for example, Salzburg was not part of Austria. It was an independent church state. And so until the early 19th century, Salzburg was similar to 
to what is now what we now understand the Vatican to be an independent church state that is ruled by at the time prince archbishops. So the reason why you have this spectacular church architecture, these Baroque churches everywhere, is simply because the church ruled the place. And uh, Mozart's father, for example, was employed by the prince archbishops. Now. At that time, archbishops also acted a little bit different than they, than they do nowadays. One of them had no less than 16 children, for example. <laughs> uh, one of them built just outside the city this fantastic, what they call a pleasure uh, uh, palace called Helbrum. Uh, with its with its magnificent trick fountains and this uh, this 17th century place, I think is one of the most spectacular uh, sites in in all of Europe, uh, and a fantastic destination, especially if you're traveling with family. Now we're running out of time all too soon. I do want to get into how uh, easy it is to get from Canada to Austria this summer. Austria is very well served. Uh, Austrians fly uh, still from Toronto every day to Vienna. Uh, also, if you if you if you if you want to visit the more western parts of Austria, uh, fly to Munich, fly to Zurich. Both of those airports are only about an hour or so from the Austrian border, so it's very easy uh, to get to. And and again, because of our geography, our, our central location, Austria is also very easy to combine with uh, with one or two other places within Europe. Uh, one tip, though, to make sure because this is something that mm-hmm. sometimes happens. Anybody driving in a car, make sure your, car, your rental car has an Austrian toll sticker. Um, Austrian freeways require a very, uh, actually not expensive toll at all. It's, it's rather inexpensive. What's expensive, if you don't have the toll sticker and you get caught, uh, the fines are uh, unfortunately rather steep and, uh, and they apply to anybody, locals and, and visitors alike. And good inside tip. Thank you very much for that. And if you're hooked by uh, Michael's descriptions, then do go to www.austria.it info to start planning your trip to Austria this year. Thank you, Michael, for the the tantalizing glimpse of this multifaceted destination. Thank you, Chris. It's been a pleasure. Don't go away. When we return, we'll be dropping in on another magnificently scenic European country, Switzerland. You're listening to The Chris Robinson Travel Show. Hi, Richard Killen from Killen Lando & Associates. We're a trustee in bankruptcy with offices across the GTA. Nowadays, over half our customers do a consumer proposal. Surprising, isn't it? A consumer proposal provides results without having to go bankrupt, and that is certainly what people seem to want. So, call Kellen Lando today for a free consultation at our office nearest you, 888-545-5365, or visit us online at killenlando.ca. It may be the most stress-relieving call you ever make. Don Valley North Toyota Sion asks, What's better than an eagerly awaited annual sale? An eagerly awaited annual sale running 24 consecutive hours. This Friday from 6 p.m. to Saturday at 6, you'll save every hour. Pick your time, we'll be here for you. All 24 hours. Specials every hour. Red Tag Day savings every hour. Complimentary hot dogs and refreshments too. The 34th annual 24-hour sale at Don Valley North Toyota Sion. Steals east of 404 at Victoria Park. Walking through the new Reliable Living Center, the first thing you'll notice is how accessible it is. After all, it's where we live. Ronnie Wiskin of the new Reliable Living Center. Are barriers in your home putting limits on you? Come and see the gorgeous solutions we have to offer. But let's start by evaluating where you live. Call us now and book your free total home safety check. The new Reliable Living Center. 416-807-9773. A house isn't a home until we make it barrier-free. When we designed the Crankless Magic Window, we challenged ourselves to be innovative. What they did was create the best window. If there's something better, we want to hear about it. Take the Magic Window Challenge. 
Find a window that's easier to clean with better noise elimination and better warranty, and Magic Window will give you the window free, plus $1,000 per window. See Magic Window this Thursday through Sunday at Oakville Place. Or just call and get your own Magic Windows. one 866 Magic. You can't prove any of this. Oh, but she can. And does. Weeknights on Vision TV. My name is Jessica Fletcher. This lady happens to write the most delicious mysteries, this side of Conan Doyle. And in her spare time, solves them. The shoes on the body floating in the swimming pool. And they have that footprint. Come on, she's crazy. Like a fox. Clue into Murder, She Wrote. Weeknights at 7 on Vision TV. You have a rare gift for murder. Why, thank you. I think. You've been in the emergency at the hospital with your 81-year-old dad all night. Now you've got to make it to your 9.30 presentation. You're tired, you're worried, you need help. Hi, I'm Lisa Wiseman. I'm the president of Elder Care Home Health and a registered nurse. Since 1995, we've been helping families like yours. We provide PSW senior care that's supervised by registered nurses. Call us at 416-482-8292 or Google Elder Care Home Health. Better senior care. Less worry. Living the dream. Vacation. This is the Chris Robinson Travel Show on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Hi, I'm Chris Robinson, and welcome back to The Travel Show, where we're touring Europe this week, and our next stop on our travels is Austria's neighbour to the west, Switzerland. And firstly, let me share an Alpine Travel Show magic moment with you. We boarded the Jungfrau Mountain Railway in the pretty mountain village of Grindelwald in the Swiss region called the Bernese Oberland. We paused at Kleiner Scheidegg to wander the alpine pastures strewn with bright flowers. And then on upwards, as the train literally tunnels through the north face of the Eiger Mountain to arrive at the highest railway station in Europe at 3,454 metres above sea level. Here we are in a high alpine wonderland of ice, snow and rock, far, far removed from the green pastures of the valley. The 360-degree panoramic view takes in the neighbouring countries of France, Germany and Italy. The Aletsch Glacier is directly below us. The longest glacier in the Alps, it sweeps in a blindingly white river of ice for 22 kilometres between ranks of towering alpine peaks and beneath a brilliant blue sky. It's a very very special place. And to give us the inside scoop on more special places in Switzerland, I'm really happy to be joined on the show by Ursula Beamish-Mader, the Media Manager for North America at Switzerland Tourism. Welcome to the show, Ursula. Hello, Chris. Thanks for having me today. It's great to have you on board. There are so many breathtaking views like that to be found all over Switzerland. So how on earth do we start planning our trip to Switzerland? Uh, the best start is to go to our website, myswitzerland.com. There we have all travel information, accommodation, inside tips and events uh, listed. Uh, Switzerland has over uh, 48 mountains, over 4,000 meters, the most in Europe. And we have panoramic views from each of them on our 360 panorama site. 
Wow. And your website, as you say, you can find out uh, all about you know, the hotels to stay out with those views and the, and the cable cars and, and mountain railways, of course, for which Switzerland is so famous. Yes, uh, we have about 690 cable cars or, or railways uh, bringing you on peaks if you don't want to walk up there on your own. Uh, there is, uh, it's part of our public transportation system. And this year we even have a special uh, Swiss Peak Pass, which gives you additional discounts on eight of those mountains. Wow, that, that's pretty good. Let's just, just before we go any further, just again uh, tell our listeners exactly whereabouts in Europe we are. We are uh, no longer in the center, but we are uh, bordered by uh, four countries. That's mm-hmm. Austria, uh, Liechtenstein, Italy, France, and Germany. Uh, very easily accessible by plane from North America. You have daily flights out of Toronto on Air Canada, out of Montreal, Swiss and Air Canada fly to Zurich and Geneva. Uh, during the summertime, May to October, you have out of Vancouver a flight with Edelweiss and Air Transat uh, going from Montreal to Basel. And once you're in uh, Basel or Zurich or Geneva, you're really only a matter of minutes away from the mountains and the lakes. Yes, uh, uh, you connected at Geneva and uh, Zurich Airport by train to the whole railway system, not just within Switzerland, but as well to our neighbouring countries. So one pass in Switzerland is enough, the Swiss pass, to bring you anywhere by both bus and trains. Okay, so so we've arrived in, in Switzerland, we've got our pass, what should we do next? Uh, it depends on your interest. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we have fantastic hiking, over 15,000 kilometers of marked uh, hiking passes. We have cycling passes marked, mountain biking, inline skating, even a canoe uh, uh, route system in Switzerland. So let's say we head up to um, do some hiking. You go to a place like Interlaken or the Bernese Overland. You mentioned in your intro. Uh, you have easy access by gondola to mountain peaks, but you can as well hike. Uh, every railway station you arrive already has a, already has a hiking map uh, overview of what's next. You can hike for 15 minutes to the next restaurant. You can hike from hut to hut for days, so it's very flexible, and uh, you find route planning, route finders on our website. And I also love the way that, that a lot of these uh, footpaths are signposted not in, in kilometres or miles, but in hours and minutes. Exactly. They're all done uh, by time. Volunteers who walk the paths, they're very accurate, so you know that you're looking at 20 minutes or four hours. You can take shortcuts, and like I said before, you always have a restaurant or a bar to stop and uh, just uh, look at the view. And when you've had enough exercise, one of the things that I love about Switzerland are, are your, your trains because they are, they're so scenic they're, and there's so many variations on a theme. Tell us a little bit about them. I mean, we have the slowest express train in the world. It's an <laughs> eight-hour trip on the Glacier Express going from Samat to St. Moritz or vice versa. We have UNESCO World Heritage uh, Railway train lines like the Bernina Express, mm-hmm. but uh, very tasty ones as well, like uh, you can take a fondue train in the wintertime. Oh. Oh, yes. <laughs> or a chocolate train in the summertime. So, oh, my goodness. What a choice. I don't know now whether I want to come. I'm going to have to come yes. both, both seasons. During the Montreux Chess Festival in July, we even have a chess train going up on the mountaintop. Uh, so, I mean, there's something for everybody's taste. And are there, there are any uh, special festivals and events happening uh, this year? Yes, like I already mentioned, the uh, uh, annual Montreux Chess Festival right. is in July. It was three weekends, starting on July 4th. 
uh, we have a golf uh, tournament, probably one of the best views in the world. Uh, the Omega European Masters takes place in September in Grand Montana. For contemporary art, uh, Art Basel in June is still the top uh, event worldwide. And we're coming up, of course, to the uh, anniversary of the first ascent of the Matterhorn Mountain. Yes, uh, very excited. Next year will be a year, uh, it will be 150 years that uh, Wimper and his British crew uh, climbed the Matterhorn. Mm, but unfortunately, not all of them came back down again. No, they are buried now in the mountaineering uh, uh, cemetery in Zermatt. So, so many stories. And Zermatt is, is one of my very favourite places in all of Switzerland. The views from there and the walks, the hiking, just incomparable. Yes. And uh, it has, it's as well the highest uh, uh, summer skiing uh, place. So you can go on the glacier at Theodul and even ski during the summertime. Mm-hmm. I went skiing in the neighbouring valley at Zars Fay uh, a few years or so ago. And we had so much snow that in the end we were airlifted out by helicopter. It's oh, very really? exciting. Oh. <laughs> I guess we not always can promise those special thrills, <laughs> but uh, there are some new suspension bridges. So if you like to do uh, not helicopter flying, but uh, walk across the abyss, that's possible as well. Now, I've got a, a couple of quick questions before we come to the end of, of this segment that I need to ask you. First of all, I think it's one of your biggest secrets that you don't talk often enough about, and that's your wines. The Swiss wines are magnificent. Yes, uh, they are locally grown. I mean, we have the highest vineyard in Europe at the uh, Visperterminen, but wine is consumed uh, mostly in Switzerland. Uh, It's not inexpensive, so exporting uh, doesn't always... uh, work out very well and especially in Ontario with the LCBO oh, it's so good <laughs> we, we just don't produce the big amounts uh, to make it worthwhile to right. import them uh, here but I mean that's one really good reason to go to Switzerland mm. I mean they are fabulous we have over 45 uh, kinds of grapes uh, where the wines are made from we have some very classical wines around the Lake Geneva region and the Valais but even in unexpected places like Graubünden you find some wines that uh, the vineyards were imported over 2,000 years ago by the Romans. So there's a long tradition. Switzerland uh, has many monasteries, uh, no longer all in use, but all brought a real winemaking tradition into Switzerland. Mm, a real secret too. Now, the, the last question in a way is, is the most difficult one of all, and there's no real answer to this, but what makes Switzerland Switzerland? What, what, what is the, the, the Swiss experience? I mean, it's a very decentralized country. We speak four languages. The community is the most important political part in our country. So you have really local flavors. Mm. And uh, with our neighbors, we've fused a lot of the traditions, foods, uh, into our own local uh, uh, traditions. So Switzerland is a small country, but very surprisingly uh, multicultural. Not multicultural, but very multifaceted. So every small village has their own dialects, their own specialties, their own local uh, summer festivals, winter festivals. So it's a real intense experience on a small part. It certainly is. And you can plan your trip to Switzerland, as Ursula said, by visiting www.myswitzerland.com. Also look out for the apps. You've got some great apps on there. Yes. 
Um, thank you, Ursula. We've run out of time, but I really do look forward to maybe hiking a Swiss mountain trail with you sometime soon. I would love that, Chris. Thank you very much. <laughs> and we'll head due south from Switzerland for our next segment over those alpine passes to Italy. So stay with us on the Chris Robinson Travel Show. The workmanship was excellent. Meticulous. We would definitely recommend them to family and friends. We took the words right out of your mouth. Thank you to these customers and many more. Your votes of confidence are the reason Royal Home Improvement is Homestar's award-winning home improvement company. Isn't it the right time in your life for a new great room or a spacious master bedroom? Royal Home Improvement's design team can take any space and visualize more living, taking it from concept to completion. So dream big with a Royal Home Improvement's home edition and live better. First, ask Royal Home Improvements how you can qualify for the Royal Upgrade at no extra cost. It's a limited time offer and certain conditions apply. Looking for a home improvement company? Choose the award winner. Call Royal Home Improvements at 416-236-4400 or visit royalhomeimprovements.ca. Seniors never pay tax with Royal Home Improvements. Proud to partner with the Sick Kids Foundation. Want to know the secret for silky smooth skin without shaving? Silken Flash and Go, the revolutionary solution for painless hair removal with permanent results. Flash and Go uses pulses of light to safely and effectively remove unwanted hair. And you can use it in the convenience and comfort of your own home. But what I love best is that it works. In as little as six easy sessions, you'll see permanent results. I was so tired of waxing, shaving, and plucking, especially in sensitive areas. But I'll never have to worry about that again. And using Flash & Go instead of professional treatments has saved me hundreds of dollars. Flash & Go is easy to use, FDA cleared, and comes with a money-back guarantee. So you've got nothing to lose but unwanted hair. Start experiencing softer, smoother, sexier skin in a flash. This Mother's Day, give yourself the gift of silky smooth skin with Flash & Go. Silken Flash & Go. Find Flash and Go at your local Shoppers Drug Mart and Bed Bath & Beyond stores or online at silken.com. I like to say that I speak to live and I live to speak. Mike Lipkin is a motivational speaker and coach. So when I began to have trouble seeing well, both up close and distance, I knew I had to do something. Fortunately, I was a candidate for laser vision correction and the procedure that was right for me really did the job. I love being a professional motivator. This is what my life is about, and it always will be. Discover your vision for living at Herzig Eye Institute. Some things about Sunday just feel right. Dinner with the family, the Sunday newspaper, and Sunday showcase with Murray Siegel. Here's to staying informed, staying entertained, and staying home, at least for one day. Listen to Sunday Showcase with Murray Siegel, 11 a.m. to noon on the new AM740. What the world needs now is more of the Chris Robinson Travel Show on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Welcome back to the Chris Robinson Travel Show and to our travels around Europe. And in this segment of the show, we're going to sample Italy, one of the top three European destinations for world travellers. My travel show magic moment in Italy takes us to a hilltop in Tuscany, not too far from Florence. We are staying in a hotel that could only be in Italy. The Villa Pitiana is an imposing fortified farmstead of the Middle Ages, transformed into a nobleman's country home and finally 
to unique accommodations. It stands as a yellow-painted confection of architectural styles amidst gardens, pools, olive groves and woods. We wander from a hearty breakfast of local fare through the echoing halls to the steps leading out onto the garden terraces. And we stop in wonder. For we are on an island in the clouds. Early morning mists completely shroud the slopes below and we appear to be floating in our palace in the sky. Distant sounds of valley farms filter through the mist and the scents of the garden complete the perfect start to another day in Tuscany. And to tell us more about Tuscany and indeed all of Italy, I'm joined on the show by Eugenio Magnani, Director for North America at the Italian National Tourist Board in New York. Buongiorno, Eugenio. Buongiorno, buongiorno a tutti voi, amici del Canada. <laughs> Lovely. Oh, Italy, where do we start? Um, perhaps the best place, of course, is to say, how do we get from here to there? Uh, yes. You know what? When, I, when I, uh, somebody asks me where I have to go, you know, I, I suggest go everywhere in Italy. <laughs> and, and, you know, try, if you can, to get lost. <laughs> get lost in nice. Italy, you will find very beautiful places, unknown perhaps, mm-hmm. or very well known, but uh, I'm sure you will be happy. The north, the south, the islands, the center, uh, they're all so different. Yes. Uh, Italy is, uh, you know, not a very big country. It's quite small compared to Canada, of course, <laughs> but is uh, uh, so unique because you have 20 regions, you have uh, many different cities, very well-known cities, Rome, Florence, mm-hmm. Venice, and Milan, and Naples, and, and whatever. But you have so many small art cities, because Italy is full of history, you know, it's full of traditions, it's full from prehistory to uh, Greek time, to Roman mm-hmm. time, to Arab time, to Middle Age, to the Renaissance, and the contemporary times. Yes, his- history, is history is just kind of celebrated in the land, isn't it? Yes, history. You know, you were talking about Tuscany. Think about mm-hmm. Tuscany. Think about Florence and Siena and Lucca and Arezzo. And, and then from, from Tuscany, you go to Umbria. Yeah. Umbria is so intimate. Think about uh, Assisi uh, and, mm-hmm. uh, and, and all the, the, the San Francis traditions and the history there. But Orvieto, Spoleto. Toddy, all these little villages full of histories, full of traditions, where everything is dedicated to welcoming people. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, la, la dolce vita is, is perhaps the one unifying thing that, that, that brings everything together because Italians know how to live life. Yes, I think so. I think uh, it's a combination of, uh, you know, Italy has always been in the middle of the Mediterranean. So we have been influenced by many, many different traditions. And now we have this Italian style. Mm-hmm. It's our own. It's a fusion of different attitudes from the northern west, Torino, the Aosta Valley, the Liguria, which is the first you know, tradition in hospitality and tourism, Genoa, the Italian mm-hmm. Riviera. And then think about Milano, the fashion, the design, and Venice, Veneto, and the Dolomites, the Alps, and, you know, and Bologna, the food, the prosciutto, and the mortadella, and the parmigiano-reggiano, and all this. Every region has its own different tradition in art, in architecture, in food, in fashion, in wines. Think yes. about that. Oh, the cuisine and, and wine, of course, are a high point of any trip to Italy. Yes, I think, uh, I think he, this is why I said, you know, get lost, because you will be surprised. 
you will find different food combined with different local wine. Very spectacular in this. You know, it's an, it's an experience. Today, traveling without experiences, it's not possible. And mm-hmm. Italy, lucky us, is very dedicated to give you different experience in every place you go. Mm. And, and getting about Italy is, is very easy these days, too. Uh, you can rent a car or, or take the high-speed uh, Eurostar trains. Absolutely. And this is what I said. If it is the first time you go to Italy, perhaps you want to go to visit the main cities. Mm. And you can choose. You have different operators working in Canada, yeah. uh, giving you a, a, a very special package or a la carte. They can design you know, a package for you. And, and, you know, it's very easy. Or if you want to say, the, you know, you follow the experience uh, in getting lost, which is very, you know, impossible, uh, you drive. Right. And if you drive yourself, you will find very secret places. You know, you can drive from Rome to Umbria, from Umbria to Le Marche, from Le Marche to Emilia-Romagna following, you know, you will discover these Ravenna, Ferrara, all these magic small art cities, Parma. The, the, the town of Verdi, Giuseppe mm. Verdi, or, you know, Parma, the, the city of the Parmigiano and the Prosciutto di Parma, or going to Padua, the city of St. Anthony, or Mantua, the city of the Gonzaga family, with spectacular ducal palace, or, or Verona, and you go oh, to yes. see the spectacular opera festival in summer, two months, J- July and August, where you have 15,000 people watching opera every night in the Roman theater of the arena. So, you know, uh, you can do whatever you want. How you, do you feel? Go there and you will be, I think you will be attracted to go back, <laughs> which, is our, which is our, you know, hope. Go the first time. So be a first timer. But if you are a first timer, we are 99% sure that you will become a repeater. Mm. Well, there are mm. so, so many uh, nooks and crannies to explore. One of the, the, uh, the facets of Italy, which I think is, is not talked about enough, are, are the islands, uh, Sardinia, yeah. Sicily, Elba, Capri. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I'm very fan of the islands, as I am a fan of the south of Italy. Mm. The hill of Italy is the Apulia region where you have the Trulli in Alberobello, we have, uh, you have uh, spectacular olive trees, centuries old, you know, like a, you, living uh, sculptures in the landscape. But islands, you said Sardinia. It's a totally uh, special word. Sicily, the combination of different civilizations, and the small islands. If you go to the Aeolian Islands, you have mm-hmm. the volcanic like a Stromboli, you can go every night at midnight to have a, a walk on the top of the volcano to watch natural fireworks every night. <laughs> or the Egadi Island, on the other side of, the, of Sicily, on the western side where, you know, you have Favignana, very, very, very beautiful. Or the individual, as you said, the Tuscan islands of Elba. Where Napoleon so spent a few years of his yeah. life. Yes. And is it true that UNESCO uh, World Heritage sites there are, there are more of those sites in Italy than any other country on the planet? Yes, I have to say yes. We are lucky because you know our predecessors uh, left uh, these kind of uh, uh, works that they gave us a very special uh, recognition. Mm from all over the world. And uh, there are so many. The, the, let's say the presidency 
of the association of the UNESCO, the heritage places in Italy, is Assisi. Mm. And Assisi is a very uh, beautiful example of administration of uh, medieval uh, villages. And uh, they did a very beautiful uh, job uh, in, uh, in uh, reorganizing the city. And the combination with the Basilica of St. Francis is a unique experience, I have to say. Oh, fantastic. Well, unfortunately, we are right out of time here. Where should our listeners go to get more information uh, about planning their trip? This, uh, this is a very good information. They can get uh, more uh, detail uh, visiting our site, italiantourism.com. Wonderful. Eugenio, thank you so much for all of the information and particularly for your inside scoop about getting lost. I, that is absolutely the right thing to do in Italy. Yes, and I think you will find yourself again and again and again. <laughs> huh? Thank you very much. And right. Enjoy the summer, possibly in Italy. Thank you. Keep listening as we cross the Alps again to France for the final segment of the show. You're listening to the Chris Robinson Travel Show. Did you know old toys can sometimes be worth hundreds or thousands of dollars? Do you have an old collection gathering dust in the basement which belong to you or your children? Turn that collection into cash today. The Toy Guy buys your vintage toy cars, action figures, video games, and other collectibles. For a free consultation, visit toyguy.ca or call 1-888-878-7860. That's 1-888-878-7860. The Toy Guy. Cash for your old toys. Hey, you do not want to outlive your money. Whether you have $300,000 or $3 million saved up, it can happen. My name is Janice Honeyman. I'm a veteran portfolio manager at Mackey Research Capital. How much can you spend each year in retirement? Baby boomers, you need to know this. Let's make a plan you can stick to and a personalized investment strategy to get you there. Go to JaniceHoneyman.com. That's JaniceHoneyman.com, member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund. We're talking about Frank Leo of REMAX West. Now, here's Frank's secret. Marketing exposure. You know, the average agent spends more money on coffee than they do on advertising your property. Frank, okay, this guy spends hundreds of thousands of marketing dollars to create incredible demand and sell homes fast for top dollar. He's consistently reaching millions of potential buyers. The average agent in Toronto and the GTA sells 2.4 homes a year. That's 2.4. Frank sells a home on average every 36 hours. He outsells the average agent 100 to 1. He's the winner of the most prestigious REMAX Award, the luminary of distinction given to only a few select in the world. His system for selling homes is so effective, he'll sell your home at a price and deadline you agree to, or he will buy it from you. He also provides a total service guarantee in writing. Call an agent willing to put it all out there for you. Give Frank Leo a call, 416-917-LION. That's 917-LION, or go online, getleo.com. That's getleo.com. At Sugar Moon, our superior method of hair removal for women and men, known as the art of body sugaring, uses an all-natural paste of sugar, lemon, and water. And the paste we use on someone else is never reused on you. That would be double dipping. Gentle on your skin and better results than waxing. Except no substitutes for Sugar Moon Salon's three Toronto locations. The naturally better way to remove unwanted hair. SugarMoonSalon.com Hi, I'm Naz. And I'm Wally of the Naz and Wally Sports Hour. Tune us in every Sunday, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. right here on AM740. Sports radio with real attitude, no sport left unturned. The Naz and Wally Sports Hour. Tune in, call in. 
Tonight, order a stone-baked, extra-thin crust pizza from our proud sponsor, Pizzaville. Less crust, more taste. Only $10.99. Pizzaville. 736-3636 or pizzaville.ca. He's been there, done that, and wants to go back. You're listening to the Chris Robinson Travel Show on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Welcome back to the Chris Robinson Travel Show, where this week we are dipping our toes in Europe in a Euro sampler show. We have already visited Austria, Switzerland and Italy, and now we touch down in the world's most visited country, France. And for our travel show magic moment, we'll visit one of the many iconic attractions in France, a tiny granite island off the coast of Normandy in the northwest of France. Mont Saint-Michel appears on the otherwise flat horizon as we approach the Atlantic coast. It grows in stature as the surrounding lands fall away to reveal a fortified abbey and town perched up to 300 feet above the tides, one kilometre off the coast. It looks more like a fairy tale castle than real. And as we crossed the connecting causeway, we saw the reflection of the feudal society that constructed it. On top is God, the abbey and the monastery. Below this are the great halls, and then stores and housing, and then at the bottom, outside the walls, the fishermen and farmers' housing. We share but a moment of its one and a half thousand years of history but we are happy to have experienced this amazing place. And to tell us about more such amazing places throughout France, I'm joined on the show by Marie-André Boucher, Press and Publications Manager for Atout France in Montreal, which is the French Tourism Development Agency. Bonjour, Marie-André. Hi, Chris. Great to have you on the show. And of course, this is a big year for France with the centenary of the start of the Great War. Oh, it's, yeah, it, it is a big year. Of course, uh, we all know about uh, uh, that France commemorates uh, the Great War uh, because it will be a hundred year now that uh, the, the Great War just begin. And uh, this commemoration will go uh, all around France uh, because, uh, of course, a, a lot of regions in France have been touched mm. by the year. Uh, so it, it would be... Um, a lot of uh, events, ceremonies, and uh, there is a rich cultural program, uh, an opening of new sites as well, uh, for example, in Flanders, in Artois, in Aisne, in Champagne. So if you go in uh, France this year, you probably will be touched by one exhibition or one event uh, around uh, the uh, Great War. And uh, by, the, by the way, uh, the Tour of France uh, is honoring the memory of the winner uh, who fell during the First War. Mm. Uh, you know probably about the Great Tour, the cycle. Yeah, of course, tour. of course. I follow it closely. <laughs> <laughs> this is the bigger race, I think, in the one, uh, the famous one in mm. in uh, in, uh, in the world. So um, the tour will go on uh, July uh, from July fifth uh, to July twenty seventh, and as you know, it will cross uh, over France. But this year, uh, they will uh, not. Uh, the, this year, they will. Uh, do a tribute, uh, they will honor uh, some of the previous winner uh, tour who just uh, lost their life in the, in the first war. And um, they will pay uh, homage to their memory and, of course, to the million of soldiers who fell. Uh, so the route of the uh, 2014 will visit many places where the war left its mark. 
So uh, after starting from the Yorkshire, the tour will follow the front line and go through Flanders, Artois, Aisne, Champagne, and so on until Malouf and uh, voilà. So I think that it would be very interesting to follow the tour this year. Mm, well, it's certainly going to be a special year. Now, let's get one of the basics in, in place for our listeners right from the start. If you're planning to, to travel from Canada to, to France, there are plenty of direct flights this summer. Of course, of course. Uh, we have one uh, new direct flight uh, with Air Canada Rouge. Uh, we have now a direct flight uh, from Montreal to Nice. Uh, and uh, we have a ga- uh, Air Transat, who do have a new flight uh, from Toronto directly to Marseille and mm. uh, to Toulouse, so which uh, could be very interesting. Uh, uh, we do have, of course, Air France, Air Canada, Air Transat, uh, course, uh, Corsair Fly and Sunwing. Uh, we do have Canjet and WetJet. All of them do have... Um, uh, uh, Flights, mm-hmm. uh, several flights by week uh, from Montreal and from Toronto. So it's uh, been it's a very big uh, season, uh, and we do have a call all year long. We do we have Air France, Air Canada, Air Transat, and Air Saint Pierre as well, who uh, have departure from Halifax. Wow. So no matter where you are, plenty of, of direct flights, and for first timers in particular, of course, maybe the place to start is Paris. Of course, <laughs> every everybody loves Paris. Uh, we do have um, the uh, Paris Zoological uh, Park who will mm-hmm. reopen this year. Uh, this park is uh, in uh, the wood the, the, near the castle of uh, Vincennes. Um, it's in uh, about eight kilometers from Paris, and we co- we can go by the the subway. Uh, it's very interesting because it's you know a, a big refreshment of uh, a zoo uh, was uh, for can say from the colonial um, era. Uh, France, mm. you know. So uh, it's uh, the National Museum of Natural History, and this will promote the biodiversity. And the visitor will be able to see species in their original ecosystem. So it will be very interesting if you have a, a day uh, in Paris with with the family. It's gorgeous, very interesting, and it's pretty new this this year. And many of the museums in Paris, of course, now have their apps to make life easier. Yeah, it's very it's very nice. Uh, for example, uh, for the most famous one uh, in the Louvre, uh, we have an application that we call My Museum. Uh, it includes games to spice up a visit. And we have the same thing for Musée de Cluny or Musée d'Orsay, the Impressionist uh, Museum. Uh, so we do have a, a lot of uh, museums who now uh, have apps. So uh, this kind of apps you can find that uh, uh, by our website. We do have a website, what we call More uh, Rendezvous en France. Uh, so you will find easily on the web. And from uh, for the loop, if you want to know about the apps, it's mymuseum.fr. Wonderful. And that rendezvous uh, en France.com website will t- take you to all of the special events like the um, World Equestrian Games, of course, in Normandy this year. Yes, we do have a lot of... Uh, uh, events in Normandy this year, it, it is a big, big uh, year for them. Of course, the World uh, Equestrian Games are the, the greatest uh, equestrian game, you know. It's like uh, the Olympic for, uh, for horses. Uh, so it will be held from August 23 to September 7. And it will be at the Cannes Exhibition Center. So um, they are expecting more than 600 countries 
a thousand competitors wow. and five hundred thousand spectators. So you have to reserve in advance if you want to uh, to to be there and to uh, because it it will be a very an action packed program of event, uh, and the competition promises to be a great celebration of horse, highlighting the beauty and the history of horse culture and its influence over time. Well, let's jump south to uh, Provence, which is one of my favorite parts of I've got so many favorite parts. But, oh, <laughs> Provence has it all. It, it, there's something in the light, in, in the air in Provence. It just, uh, of course, <sighs> of course. That's why all the impressionist pa- painters <laughs> yes. uh, took some time to, to paint over there. Uh, so we, we do have um, something in French, New uh, uh, Riviera, and in Provence as well, uh, about uh, over the new uh, direction flight from Toronto mm-hmm. to Nice. It's very interesting. Um, Marseille has been, you know, last year, the European capital of culture. Yes, of course. So Marseille continues to innovate and develop its tourist attraction. And the visitor uh, can come and uh, discover the city new face because they did a lot of building. It, it's so uh, beautiful for the architecture. Uh, and of course, don't, we don't forget the 300 days of such sunshine. So the two museums, <laughs> the two museums I would recommend with, uh, is the Museum. It's a museum of European and Mediterranean civilization. And it's the first major national museum dedicated to the civilization of the Mediterranean of the 20th century. And we do have a nice exhibition this year. It will be Carnival and Masquerade in Europe and the Mediterranean. Um, of course, uh, we do have um, uh, as well uh, a great event, very interesting, the Marseille Pétanque World Championship. Do you know how to, to, to play pétanque? Yes, of course. Oh, I've right. been to the south of France. <laughs> <laughs> so why not go for uh, this championship? Uh, and there is a lot of uh, events going on as well as uh, uh, the Europa Cup of the Voile du Vieux-Port and other regattas so because Marseille is close, uh, have close ties with the sea, of course. Uh, we, we have got so much more that we could be talking about. Unfortunately, we are coming to the end of this, this segment. So uh, one last question for you, Marie-André. What is the very best way for listeners to find out more about planning their trip to France this year? Uh, I think that the best ways go on, uh, on our website, uh, rendezvousenfrance.ca.com. You just start ca.rendezvousenfrance, all attached, and then .com, and you will, all the destinations are there. Uh, you have uh, lodging, you have all kind of Pima, um, attraction, uh, traveling, and it's, you know, everything is there. So it's really the best way uh, to, to plan uh, your uh, travel in France. This, this year. Wonderful. Well, my, my thanks to uh, Michael Giegel in, in Austria, uh, Ursula Rabimisch Meda in Switzerland, Eugenio Magnani in Italy, and of course to you, Marie André Boucher with the Two France for our whirlwind tour of Europe's hotspots. Thank you very much, Marie André. Thank you. Goodbye. Join us next week for another travel experience. And in the meantime, connect with us on Facebook, Pinterest, and more via the website at chrisrobinsontravelshow.com. And for now, bon voyage and arrivederci from Europe on the Chris Robinson Travel Show. Hi, Chris Robinson here again with our weekly roundup of travel news. This is where I tell you about where we're going on next week's show and fill you in about prizes, special offers and topical news from the travel world. And let's start with the opportunity to come away with me 
to Ireland on the eight days Irish Highlights Trafalgar Guided Vacation. I'll be travelling with this group next October and I'm looking forward to meeting everyone on the tour as well as the many special places that we'll see on the trip. The tour is remarkably priced at just $16.65 plus air and you can save an additional 5% off the land tour cost for guests that book and pay their deposit by May 31st which will save another $160 per couple. All these details are on the Travel Show website homepage. In travel news, if you listened to our travel show on Ottawa a few weeks ago, you may remember that the 62nd Ottawa Tulip Festival begins this weekend through May 19th with over a million blooms, including over 300,000 in Commissioner's Park alone. If you're planning on going to Ottawa to see the tulips, I recommend that you check out the Ottawa Tourism website at ottawatourism.ca or call one 888 8 and ask about their tulip celebration package. This includes all kinds of goodies in the price and is fantastic value. You can also listen to the Travel Show podcast about this festival on the Travel Show website. Here in Toronto last weekend, almost 14,000 participants from over 50 countries took part in the Good Life Fitness Toronto Marathon on Sunday. While the marathon was the main event, there was also a half marathon, a 5K run and a 5K walk, and we all got lucky with the weather. I raced the full 42 kilometres of the marathon down Young Street from Mel Larsman Square to Lake Ontario and was hugely encouraged by all the supporters and helpers along the route. A very big thank you to everyone who turned out. I had a very successful day, equaling my marathon personal best of 3 hours and 11 minutes, so this week I've been very stiff but happy. And now here are some current travel deals that have caught my eye this week. Paul Gauguin Cruises, operator of the highest-rated luxury cruise ships in the South Pacific, has a really interesting promotion on select 2014 and 2015 Tahiti, French Polynesia, South Pacific, Southeast Asia, European and Costa Rica sailings, when booked in, in the next week. Guests will benefit from saving over $600 to $3,500 per person of previously advertised rates and also include airfare from Los Angeles. For instance, their seven-night voyage to Tahiti and the Society Islands on December the 13th, which looks gorgeous, is now priced at $3,395 per person. Go to pgcruises.com for more information. Transat have a British invasion sale now on, with some big savings on trips across the pond. You can save $300 per couple on summer coach tours, for instance, with Toronto departures starting at $14.99. Or how about a week in London with flights and three-star central London hotel for just $909 plus taxes. All the details are on transatholidays.com. And while you're online, call in at the chrisrobinsontravelshow.com website. You'll find links to the Travel Show Pinterest site where I've posted a new board on waterfalls around the world that I've visited. Plus a link to my top 10 articles where I've attempted to choose my all-time Top 10 waterfalls from the Pinterest board. Check them out and let me know if you have a favourite that's not there. You'll also find details of the island trip as well as the podcasts of past travel shows. On the show next week, we'll be featuring the greatest outdoor show on earth, the Calgary Stampede. It doesn't get any more Canadian than the Calgary Stampede. It's a celebration of Western values and heritage and absolutely packed with high-spirited, foot-stomping, people-pleasing Western hospitality. 
So put on your Stetsons and tune in to The Travel Show next Saturday at 1pm here on AM 740 Zuma Radio.